Hello, this is Lisa LaRose here on Connect to Love, and I am joined by the most amazing co-host ever, Michael J. Russ. I want to welcome you without further ado, Michael. Uh, I'm so Thank grateful you. to have you in my life. <laughs> Thank you so much. And we were um, connecting last week with Eric Alexandrakis, and there was so interesting because there was something that he said that really, you know, I, I re-listened to the show, and uh, really there was a lot that it packed into that show. You had offered so many amazing insights, as did Eric. And one of the things that stuck with me is why we are all here on the planet. It's not about the stuff. It's about celebrating our humanity and connecting and sharing our love with one another. And as fortuitous as it was, we uh, we aired that show right before May 1st. And... Um, May 1st was designated as a symbolic day of unconditional love by a group called the Love Foundation. And it's been, they just celebrated 20 years. But I just want to read something which is sort of part of their vision and then um, would love to sort of kind of just explore from there. But it says, we are one humanity on this planet. All life is interconnected and interdependent all share in the universal bond of love. Love begins with self-acceptance and forgiveness. With respect and compassion, we embrace diversity. Together we make a difference through love. And I never knew that this organization existed. It just, uh, I think the universe brought the information to me in one of my feeds and I thought, what is this? And and I just thought, wow, I think every day should be celebrated that way, not just May 1st, but um, as Global Love Day. But <laughs> I, uh, you know, I thought that would be a fun topic because one of their main themes of um, Global Love Day is love begins with me. And that's really truly where it does begin. It begins with each one of us and where we see ourselves and how we accept ourselves and all of our amazing gifts and talents. And how we decide to share those and embrace other people. And I am, you know, you have a, a very special place in my heart, Michael. And I just am, you know, thinking uh, so much about unconditional love as of late you know, because of so many different things in my life and what it means to me and how we move and we transition to that. And um you had sent me something from Carol Collins um, about about the subject that was a channeling, and and that even echoed that even further about how important it was to love ourselves, even though we're in this body and we age physically. Um, there is something about the importance of loving ourselves on a daily basis, so that we don't bring forth any physical challenges. Um, I'd be curious, Michael, what you watched that. What were some of your golden nuggets that you to sort of took away from that that channeling from Carol? Well, the collective has been uh, a, an intense focus of mine uh, of late um, because I have been uh, doing practicing some specific meditations uh, to engage with the collective. What I find interesting uh, is the depth to which love is so connected to everything. I mean, Mm -hmm. absolutely everything. And 
you know, this, uh, the collective likes to refer to this world as a, a, uh, a learning opportunity, literally, mm-hmm. you know, where our, our souls are able to come into physical form and actually engage with uh, the outer world and all of its madness and chaos and drama and um, discord uh, in, in a way that allows us to practice uh, maintaining our uh, position of love. It's, 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 it's extremely challenging. I mean, I mean, I'm not naive about the fact that most people out there are, are tied into news somewhere, uh, either mm-hmm. through their uh, Facebook connection, social media, regular, you know, uh, news that comes on the, uh, the normal channels or the offbeat channels. And, you know, literally it's, there's this huge profit motive running through absolutely everything. And uh, I had a conversation with someone today who uh, was, was, had, had bought into the diatribe that, uh, the diatribe of discord and conspiracy and all these kinds of things. And I, and I encourage them to step back to the, to the macro level because it's easy to get wound up by everything that you see and hear. Uh, and in, in getting wound up, what we, what we really forget is love. Mm-hmm. I mean, listen, there's no profit motive in love. It just is what it is. You know, there's, real, there's no profit motive in it. The profit is in negativity. Mm-hmm. That's what the profit is. And you engaging, that's what gets people's attention. Love doesn't get people's attention. It's great to, you know, top off uh, uh, a half hour of, of news, of, of, of negativity and drama and all the stuff going on out there, out there the distraction, uh, to, with, with a, uh, a minute of, of feel good. Uh, and mm-hmm. the question I always ask is, well, why don't they, why don't they lead with that? <laughs> you know, why don't they, why don't right. they do, you know, 29, 29 minutes of, of, of love and feel good and one minute of the, of the stuff that, uh, because, because really we have this, we as human beings for some reason are so interested in, in, uh, the, in, in the, not necessarily the scary, but the, 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 the negativity, you know, the, the, the bad things that happen out there, the quote-unquote bad things, because they're, they're just things, and we label them as bad. Um, mm-hmm. Everything that goes on, I, I, I tend to remember this. When I get sucked into it in a, in a minute or two myself, I, I, I escape from it by uh, understanding that it's all, it's all made up to make us feel the way we feel. Not the incidences themselves, but the way they're presented. And the challenge, the challenge in our life is, is to maintain a position of love no matter what. The only way we can do that is by mitigating everything else that's out there, mitigating the, 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 the negativity that is thrown our way. Uh, in this mm-hmm. world, this is what we have. It's why our earthly plane is one of the most challenging when it comes to uh, a soul's experience. Because our personalities absorb everything that we see. Everything. Yeah. And um, I was going to say, you were a student of Michael Newton, right? You, you embraced yeah, the teachings in there. And those, 
those those books address that very eloquently. Yeah, that our that our souls that that we absorb, we, our subconscious absorbs everything we're exposed to. And and if we here's what I say, if we understand that, um, and I come at I come at life from that particular point, understanding what game's being played. Life is a game, and you really need to understand how to play it. And once you understand how to play it, nothing bothers you. Mm-hmm. You understand there's a, that there's a, uh, there are no coincidences. There are no accidents. What seems like serendipity is really something that we attracted to us because of oh, what mm-hmm. our thoughts are, because of what our thinking is. And, uh, it, you know, the collective wasn't, wasn't the first uh, group to say, hey, change your thoughts, change your life. Change your thoughts, change your life. If you're running, if you're not loving, and you, you decide to change your thoughts to loving thoughts versus hateful or uh, negative thoughts of any kind, your life changes because your view of the world and your view of the outside world changes. It changes. Mm-hmm. Now, I tell this to people, and what they say is, yeah, but all the stuff that goes on out there and it's a rationalization, right? It, it's a, it's a, well, how can that happen when, when blah, blah, it, what happens out there isn't any of your business or concern. You don't have to get it. You know, my, one of my favorite movies is big trouble in little China. And, <laughs> yeah, uh, that's a, yeah, that's a great, movie. I love, I love the movie. I love the movie. And when someone's, when a, when a friend of mine who's uh, into uh, uh, epic, movies found out that I have a, uh, a signed picture from Kurt Russell uh, from that movie, he went nuts. <laughs> and he goes, he said, you got to be kidding me. You got that? I said, yeah, but the best scene in that movie, and I put it in my zero versity, but the best, the best scene from that movie is when the, the, the Chinese uh, master says, you weren't, to, to Kurt Russell, you weren't put here to get it. You weren't put here to get it. That's not your job. You're not supposed to get it. Because Kurt Russell said, I don't get it, you know. He says, you're not supposed to get it. You know, you weren't put here to get it. And, and, and this is what I tell people. You're not supposed to get it. That's not your job. Things happen, and a lot of – the, the vast majority of what impacts or derails self-love and just the love of life that we could be feeling – has nothing to do with us. Let me sit back and think about that for a second. There's nothing to do with us. You turn on the news and you're told about a bunch of stuff happening around the world, even in your own backyard. None of it has anything right. to do with you. Which is why it's called television. It, it, tell <laughs> Well, yeah. Right? Tell, tell, tell a vision. Right. Yeah, tell a vision. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, tell the vision. <laughs> tell a vision. Yeah. And that vision is basically the worst vision you could possibly imagine. Up front, it's what hooks you, mm-hmm. why they call it a teaser. Mm-hmm. They got to give you teasers to keep you watching. Otherwise, you're going to change the channel to something else. You know, right. we change the channel to Flipper or something else if it were on. So the interesting thing about it is that all of this stuff is just stuff that goes on. We don't have to get involved in it. And when they say, oh, yeah, but, but, look, the, the, the single answer the single answer that solves absolutely everything 
when you hear something bad happening to somebody, just close your eyes for a few seconds and send them, send them love and light. There's no time and space mm-hmm. when it comes to sending light energy. So yeah. love energy. So you well, can and- close your eyes for a minute and, you can, and say it and back it up with something along the lines of, of uh, I send you love and light. I hope you're okay. I know you'll be all right. Yeah. It makes you feel no, good. You're absolutely and right. Mm-hmm. Then something positive. Yep. And I think that one of the things that I appreciated about the the Global Love Day and, and their website is they, they had a, a message in there. They said, look for love and you will see it all around you. And I have right. to say that when you do do that, and yesterday I reconnected with a wonderful woman that I haven't seen in eight years, and it was so delightful because we picked up like we hadn't. That we're like, how can how can eight years have come gone by that I haven't seen you? And it just was a little bit amazing. But we there's so many things that parallel what's going on in her life, and she had a, a very interesting healing experience where she was in a space she said I went to this space where I was filled with so much joy and she said and I realized that you know when I came back she said it lasted for like three or four days this healing experience and then she Mm -hmm. said somebody triggered me with something that was the opposite of positive and she said and she said she said I got so frustrated she said because I wanted to hold on to that feeling. I want that feeling back. I want to be in joy. I don't want these little things to bother me anymore. And and I think that's really what it is about consciousness, how we sort of self-correct it. And I, I, I know you do as well as I do. We correct ourselves. We catch ourselves. We're human. Mm-hmm. Of course we're going to have, so true. you know, different mm-hmm. things that, that, you know, trigger us. But it, it's right. how long does it trigger you for? And so, you know, by choosing love and compassion and peace and unity, you say, okay, you know what, I get that this stuff is going on. And um, Mm -hmm. she shared a a really heartfelt personal experience about one of her children. And, you know, and I thought to myself, you know, because you and I speak about how difficult it is for the youth of today to really anchor in. And her son is a beautiful soul. He's decided to stick around on this planet, thank goodness. But it, it, you know, it it really, it echoed, you know, and and she said she realized, like, at that point, she, you know, she had a conversation with him, like, do you think you'd ever attempt anything again? No, and he decided that it's worthwhile and she said you know there are you have so many gifts and so many things and I I think it's about getting people to recognize that they do have worth and they are an important piece of the puzzle as as each one of us are that no matter what and that I truly believe there is not enough trouble that love cannot conquer and and just to know that you have somebody you may not know them who is waiting to love you uh, or there may be somebody um, there was a, a woman that I saw on Canada's Got Talent and she she ended up getting the golden buzzer but it was interesting because she had been in a myriad of foster homes and not felt a lot of love she had felt a lot of abuse as her child in her childhood until 
her ninth foster home, somebody gave her a guitar. And it was through music, which is what you and I and Eric talked about, that she found a place of healing and found a way Mm -hmm. that she could express her love uh, and her feelings and allow other people to love her. And she really, she said now, you know, and and it really shone through on her audition, you know, because it it did. You just just wanted to reach out and hug her. Just you could see that... Even though she had had all of these difficulties, and and Eric echoed that, even though he had had difficulties in his life, right? He People anchored into the space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, I listen. The interesting thing about that story, which is so beautiful, um, and there are there are thousands of stories like that. Uh, the 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 thread that runs through them all is that you are exposed to uh, a talent or gift that you possess. And the interesting thing they're finding out about uh, children on the autistic spectrum, when they stop focusing on the, the um, dysfunction and they start focusing on gifts and talents, everything changes. Mm-hmm. Suddenly the, the things, the, the, the differences between them and the rest of society, because in society, they, everybody, they, they try, society tries to put you in a box, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it's, it's, What's amazing about it is that once you, once you are exposed to a talent or gift that you have, now you have an anchor. Now mm-hmm. you've got something that you can call your own, something that you can dive into. And everything else, all the bad stuff falls away. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not, I'm not going to say it, you know, you know, when everybody it falls away, it may still be there residually. It's just a function of where your focus is. Right, your focus, and I, I was writing down when you were talking about the challenge. The real challenge in life is to focus on love. That's the real challenge in life: is to focus on love, to see life through the the perspective of love. Because we're taught otherwise, somewhat. And the youth that we have today, they're growing up on a digital age, are not being exposed to love in the way that we were. They're exposed to the distraction and the negativity the constant drumbeat of negativity um, and the, the, the people on social media that are doing things, that are crazy things to get attention um, mm-hmm. because, because they're not things. getting it in their own lives. <laughs> right. They're not getting right. it at home. Um, and, and they've been taught that that's, you know, that's what you do. You go out and you, have, uh, you, you put yourself in danger in order to get people to like you. Right. And uh, that's why it's called like. That's why it's called mm-hmm. a like because right. it's it's a it's a it's an acknowledgement that someone likes you. Only it's a false acknowledgement. So when when the uh, the Love Foundation says self acceptance and forgiveness are the foundation, that is that is epic. That is absolutely epic. When you're talking about how it starts with you. That's what they're saying. A loving, a loving world doesn't start with something outside of you. It starts within you. And mm-hmm. that's the answer. You, you put forth um, a loving self. You put your loving self into the world. And your world changes. Your reality and the way you engage with it completely changes. It transforms. 
it, the, again, the challenge is to mitigate all of those influences that take your focus away from love, away from thinking about love, away from loving yourself. You're going to find a zillion examples of, of uh, ways to not to love yourself. And they'll be exploited by the world at large. However, if we could just, if we could just teach young people from, an early, from the earliest age possible to love themselves, that they are enough and that nothing anybody says can hurt them unless they allow it to hurt them. Because it's the control, the power we have, the power of choice, power to choose what we think, what we say, how we feel. We have that power, and people just seem to forget it. At the first turn of, of, of trouble, some incident that occurs, we forget. And we have to step back and say, wait, 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 wait. I can choose love. As, as the mm-hmm. collective says, love, 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 love. Give it out there. Right. You know, mm-hmm. love on something is what they say, which is absolutely amazing concept. Love on something. Love on you. Love on something that's around you. Love it. The more love you have, and this is all, by the way, the healthier you are. The, the more love you, you give, the healthier you are. There's a complete, there's a totally deep connection between your immune system and your health and your longevity, which is what, right. what the latest video I was listening to was talking about. Longevity is connected to love, joy, and happiness. That's, it's amazing. When you stop loving, you stop being joyful and you stop being happy, your life gets shorter. You're you can extend right. your the life by being... Right. Yeah. I mean, it's just like you're looking at the, wait a minute, epiphany number 15. Hold on a second. You know? <laughs> no, that's great. That's, that's really what it is. Epiphany so number true. 15. Yeah. It's just basic, solid advice. Listen, you want to live longer, you want to be healthier, love more, joyful more, happiness more. That, more of that. Right. Okay? Right. Whatever it is, if you're, if you're doing something and you're happy doing it, do more of that. Why? Give up that and go to something else. If you love doing it, do it. Dollars mm-hmm. to it. And, yeah. and let that be your anchor in, in the world of, of crazy chaos and, and, and nightmarish circumstances that are portrayed out there, the events, the, the, the so-called tragedies and other things that are going on uh, in, in, in life. It's not our job to figure out why the craziness happens. Yeah. It's not, it's right. not up to us to get why it happens. It happens for reasons that are that we'll never be privy to. And to get stuck in, the, as, I, as I, I said again in my Zero Versity book, how and why is, is, is like, you know, taking yourself to the Mariana Trench, the depths of the Mariana Trench. Oh You're going to get crushed. Yeah. You're going to get crushed mm-hmm. by it. You're never going to discover anything. You're just going to get crushed by it. Crushed by the how and the why things occur. And there are people out there whose job it is to do that, to figure it out. Let them do it. Let, and you just focus on sending out love. Love to the people who passed on from an accident or a situation that has occurred. People who, are, right. you know, who, who pass on at an early age or um, somebody who finally passes on, like uh, Harry Belafonte. What an amazing spirit he was. Oh, my gosh. I um, love him. Who, who tied oh, into his mission 100%. early in life. 
Yeah, from his grandmother. You know, um, and so there's, you know, we're 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 all not supposed to be Harry Belafonte. We're not all supposed to be Jesus. We're not all supposed to be supposed to be Buddha or uh, you know the Dalai Lama, uh, some monk somewhere. That's not really what our path is. I mean, you know, our, our soul's intention, our soul intentions are are varied, as infinite as the number of stars or galaxies in the universe, billions trillions Mm -hmm. and um so i would focus i love to focus on love and my soul's intentions that's that's what i love to focus on is that and keep all the rest of the stuff out because i know what what i have control over and that's the way i think and the way i feel and if i'm if something has made me feel off i do my best throughout the day to make to make to transform the way that I feel back into the loving soul, and we all have challenges. Right. I'm I'm mm-hmm. you know I'm no master at this. I'm I'm in the in this uh, game of life just like every one of our listeners. It's just that I make it a point intentionally from the very beginning when I to recognize things, and it's important. The collective and, and love foundation. The one thing that I the thread that runs through everything is love. Right. It's, yeah, and self-love. And mm-hmm. so many people out there, unfortunately, young people uh, and older people, have come to buy into this idea that they're not enough. Right. And you know, it, they, they can't so, love themselves. Oh, my gosh. You're, you're absolutely – you're so spot on. You know, there, it's so – and there's so many things that you're saying, Michael, that are so much in resonance with the last – two weeks of my life I, I really have to say thank you because um i did an event um not uh, two weekends ago and there was a young man that came up and he, he, i gotta say he, he looked a little lost he had just come back from a road trip he was um i i don't know he was displaced that's the only way that i can sort of put it and and when you said something about uh being a master i had to chuckle because i my dogs watch TV. I have a they're they have TV on for them all the time when I'm not there, and they watch Kung Fu Panda because it plays over and over. And the panda in the movie says, "Well, you know, I'm no master." And and the the master says, "Well, what level are you?" And he says, "Well, I'm a level zero. And he said, "Well, I, you know, what is a level zero? And he's like, "There is no such thing." And and he's like, "Oh, you know." And and then they put him through the the test. And and I said something to this young man in reference to Kung Fu Panda. I just kind of came out of my mind, but it it was something that he could anchor into. And he's like, "Wow, like you speak my language." <laughs> he grew up with it, right? He grew up with that movie. Mm-hmm. But I think mm-hmm. sometimes, and, and this is one of the things that I'd love. I have another question for you after this, but is one of the things that the Love Foundation said was that we ignore the love that's present in every moment while embracing limitation. And it's time to change that, to to release ourselves from our own self-created bondage. And I thought, oh my goodness, that's so powerful. And maybe that's what I saw in this young man, that there was something. And, and, and what was interesting, I, I must have talked to him for probably close to a half an hour thought a myriad of different things and he said he looked at me and he said you know i just feel so relaxed 
talking to you. Nobody ever makes me feel that relaxed. And I said, well, you know, I mean, I and I said to him, I said, well, I see you. I see your gifts. I see the different possibilities and all of the things that you have. And, and maybe that's what it is about being seen. And and really showing, and it's not that I consciously think, oh, yes, well, I'm going to go out in my day and I'm going to love this person. But perhaps that's a way to, for anybody in our audience, you know, take a moment if you're having an interaction with a stranger and look at them, look in their eyes, and what do you see? What gifts do you see that they have? And appreciate something about it. Uh, you know, there's a, a woman the other day, who walked by me and she was African-American, beautiful lady. She was in this bright yellow dress with her hair all done up in this fancy thing. And I thought, wow, she has style. You know, I don't have that. <laughs> That's not me. I could never pull that off. But it was delightful. Yeah, but you have your, you, see, you have style. But it was delightful. Yeah, but it was delightful to see her. She was a vision. Absolutely. To me, it was like a vision of loveliness. And I mm-hmm. said to her, wow, you know, don't you look nice? Like, you real like, you know, and I don't, and she said, well, you made my day. And I thought, well, you made my day because it's a reminder of, you know, that color and beauty and all of those things. And, and it was just, it was, it was just refreshing. It was really refreshing. Sudanese fashion. Sudanese mm-hmm. fashion, the country of Sudan. Um, yeah, There's probably. Sudanese fashion, <laughs> right? So. That's- uh, West African, West African fashion. Um, it, it's really quite interesting. There are some uh, really interesting uh, fabrics and colors and ways of dressing. I want to step back though and say that you know, being in love with yourself. Uh, when you're in love with yourself, uh, you will attract that love in your life. The person you were talking to for half an hour. Um, it, it's like we're we're drawn. We who love ourselves and love our lives are drawn to be influences to other people are drawn to draw people towards us that we can that we are in turn can influence to love themselves even more and when that person begins to love themselves even more they will attract other people to them that not only love themselves but other people who really want to you stand as a shining example uh, to that uh, that person who you were speaking with for half an hour as to um, what is possible what is possible, mm-hmm. and that—that's the the greatest gift you can give somebody is to let them know what is possible. And it—I'm sure it created a paradigmatic shift in his thinking. To uh, to to because he now has an example that he can. Um, he has somebody he can exemplify. Let's put it that way. Um, he yeah, has well, some. He, he, yeah. he knows it's possible. It, and you know what I uh, the other thing I suggested to him is there's a, a wonderful group in this area of young people that do community things and one of the it's uh, a friend of mine James and he does a men's group which is is not a very common thing women are very good about sharing their feelings and whatnot and he it's completely free and he opens up his house and it's it's to support other men in the community that may feel lost. And then they do drumming circles and they do other things. And I said, you know, I'm going to give you my friend James's information. I said, you know, I think that you'll find a place, you'll find some people there that you can uh, call your community and find your tribe, basically, is what I said to him. 
and I really mm-hmm. hope that he does, you know, reach out. I hope to see him at some different events. Um, That's awesome. But it is. I, I think it, it's, you've opened a door. You've opened a door. That and, and it's up to him to walk through it or not. And that's all we can ever do. And we have to we have to remind ourselves here that we don't control other people. All we can be is a positive influence and then let them make their own decisions and choices um, right. based on what they see, what they're exposed to. We forget that. We want everybody to be like us. And that is not that that in its own right is is in my view the opposite of love. And we have to remember that Everybody has the freedom of choice. And all we have to do is love ourselves and put ourselves out there as an example of what uh, loving yourself can, can look, what loving yourself looks like. And that's what you gave this particular person, is you gave them a, a vision of what loving yourself looks like. And it's, it's mm-hmm. spectacular. It's not about how you look dress-wise. It's not about uh, um, you know, um, uh, what you do for a living or how much money you have or what you buy or where you can go or what you can do or what vacation you can have. It's not, that's not it. And it's about, it's about the way you relate to someone one-on-one. It's not about categorizing, putting somebody in a category of, of less than or more than. You know, this whole star worship thing gets me. <laughs> you know, I like, I like, what does it matter with you? You know, people who worship celebrities, they only have the value that people put on them. And right. their whole persona is, is crafted by publicists to uh, create the, the persona that, uh, that they have. However, in the end, they're just human like you and me. They have mm-hmm. feelings, they have thoughts, they have inner conversations, and they have actions and responses in their life. And whether or not they know they can control all of those is another story altogether. However, um, it doesn't, I don't care who I meet. I've met a lot of, you know, famous people, actors and musicians and otherwise, and I just, you know, they're just people. You know, I don't, I don't look at them as being better than me or anybody else. That's, right. the, that's the pedestal that other people elevate them to, the media elevate right. them to, and uh, the, the award shows and all of that. And if they have a big head about it, that's not for me to say either. It's just, hey, you're, you're a person. You know, I saw a, uh, I started, I saw half of a uh, George Michael documentary uh, as I was flying back from Atlanta uh, yesterday. And it was a, a documentary that was, that was put together by uh, George Michael himself before he passed. And I found, it, I found it to be so interesting that um, someone so incredibly talented that had the voice of an angel who, uh, and the talent to write amazing music, amazing music. Amazing music, I um, agree. Didn't discover what love felt like until he was 27. I mean, it's just, you're looking at it going, wow. what? You know, um, and by that time, he'd already had, you know, triple multiple platinum selling, you know, multiple number ones. And, I mean, all this kind of stuff. I mean, all the pinnacles that you can reach in a music business worldwide, he, he'd done. And, uh, but what he didn't have in his life was love. Didn't have any love in his life. Didn't know what it was. Didn't know how it felt. And that's a tragedy. <laughs> I mean, if you want to mm-hmm. judge something, judge that. You know, everybody should feel love. You know, the word tragedy is a, is a judgment. It's a term I don't like to use very often because 
And I, I'd like to avoid those kinds of terms generally. It's just the only way to just kind of describe this one. It, we don't want uh, it, to – it's up to us. If we label things as tragic or not, then it colors our entire um, interaction with whatever it is. And so um, it's, it's only a tragedy. I only say it's a tragedy because he should have – there should have been a way for him to experience love before he was 27. By that time, he was already very fractured mentally, exhausted, um, many, many other descriptive words that he used about himself uh, by that particular period of time. But it's, a, it's an amazing special. The music is just astounding. It's just so amazing and to see how it came about. It's a great special. It was a great, great documentary. Wow. I didn't finish I it, and I'd love to find it somewhere. Yeah, um, it, but, you know, he's just, in the end, he's human like everybody else. Yep. He's a soul. He's a soul in, like I say, a soul in a suit of clothes with a personality. Right. That's what you're you know, giving there, for. You're giving yeah, his, mm-hmm. his second album, uh, in, it was that, the song Waiting for That Day. And I see, you know, it really echoes what you were just talking about because, mm-hmm. you know, he, he said, you know, you see, a, you see in some other face a smile and then you know it was about connection and the wounds and being self-inflicted mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. um you know blaming yourself and and really like uh, you know becoming you know coming back to who you really are and being strong and then you know i thought it was really brilliant he kind of took the rolling stones you can't always get what you want you know towards the end but it just I don't know that that there's there's something about that song. Um, you know, how could my phone yeah. card have protected me? I mean I just I, I can listen to it endlessly and never uh, <laughs> Evidently I really it really truly, resonated with you. <laughs> it, it truly it resonated really re- with you. At that time oh, no, in your life. It has. Just, yeah, it did. It's a beautiful thing uh-huh. about music. Yeah, we can all look You're back. Right. I hear songs on the radio and I can tell you the the date it came out, where I was and what I was doing. I mean it's just that's how music is is for me, and uh, my, the most challenging for me, challenging thing for me when I when I when I get my ten minutes of quiet, the most challenging thing for me is not having a some sort of rhythm going through my mind at the same time, underlying rhythm of something I've heard. I have to I have to not listen to any music before I do my ten minutes of meditation. A jingle, That's um, a, a song. It's so amazing. It's like for me to get to get complete and total quiet. I'll you know I'll I'll hear sometimes I'll hear, you know, the 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 chorus of September, or, or the first line of September from Earth, Wind, and Fire. Just kind of like play, and then I then the I have to let the whole song run by, and then I have to remember the ending, and then get to the ending quickly, and and let it go. <laughs> you don't want wow. to fight it. But it's like, yeah, and then I sit there, and I, then, I, then I'll drift off into hearing myself playing it on my own drums, right, playing, it, playing that song myself to, to, to the live version. It's like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> I know if I let it get that far, my 10 minutes are over. I've got I to come back to it, uh, you know, maybe in a half hour or something. But it, it's, it's, I have music. I have rhythms running through my head. I have, I have choruses. You. You know, I, I really think However, that it's, part of, it's part of who you are. It's the self-love. It's how you nurture yourself, Michael. Exactly. Really? I love music. 
yeah, I love music. I love particular grooves. I love the creativity that people put out uh, and, and how they make me feel. I love how music makes me feel. And that's why when I Shazam a song somewhere, when I'm walking around a store or whatever, I'm catching, I'm catching a glimpse of the song, the part that and it resonates with me, and I'll Shazam it because I want to hear it later. Thank I goodness hear for it. that app. <laughs> Gosh, <laughs> yes. I'm like, that app that is song. amazing. It's responsible it. for 90% of my playlist. Right, Literally. I get it. 90% of I my get playlist. Because I don't listen to the radio. I don't have I don't radio either. stations down there that play music that I enjoy. So right. I, have to, I have to, you know, go through and track something, catch something, and, and the like. And, and you know, it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty amazing stuff. But that's the connection uh, that I have with music. It's a, it's a deep, loving passion that I have that I don't. And it's not about, it's not about making a living. It's about, it's about being connected because I feel loving when I hear certain riffs or I hear certain tones or uh, things of that nature. It, it, it just, it's like it, it's a key that goes bing and opens up this, this love in my heart and just makes me feel so amazing. And it's very challenging to describe. Back to, to even playing in the officer's club, you know, and and I'm sure when you hear certain chords or things like that, it's like, you know, it takes me back to, to, to relationships I've had. It takes me back to where I was in college. It takes me to, um, the, the certain songs that that were that were popular during times when I was having a, a really challenging time in my life, um, and that I and and how I uh, work through that challenge. It just reminds me of all of that, you know. Yeah, and isn't it? It's really kind of cool, isn't it? Yeah, how the how somebody mm-hmm. else's oh, yeah. words and the the chords that they put to it. Um, really anchor into your into your heart into your psyche and it even I I, I mean oh my gosh I can go back to Ario Speedwagon <laughs> and broken relationships and you know like all this it's like, oh my gosh <laughs> I, I, told right, I told you two I told I told you two episodes ago that I I have I now I am at the behest of the the collective I. I avoid songs now that have um, really negative lyrics. I mean, I like That's blues. Fantastic. However, yeah. you, you can only get so much. You can only handle so much. So much blues. I mean, the stuff that doesn't resonate with me doesn't have anything to do with my life. I enjoy the songs. Uh, however, uh, songs about songs about uh, infidelity and songs about other things of that nature that that aren't really being, loving. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I don't There's know. There's one about you know being what I'm too about. fat. I can't, I can't remember what it is. It was on yeah. one of my House of Blues songs. I love that yeah. the music is it's so fun. It's so fun. Yeah, the music I, is I great, but the lyrics. The yeah, right. The lyrics. Yeah, absorbing, like, and lyrics, you find yeah. yourself singing it, and you think, I don't want to embody that. That's not <laughs> what I want right. for my being. When you, when you start, if, if someone told you, if, 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 and this is what, what uh, Carol Collins was, was talking about in a collective. We're, we're really um, talking about it. It's not an inference. It's a real thing. It's a fact that your subconscious grid absorbs everything you expose yourself, everything you see, touch, taste, smell, think about, everything is imprinted mm-hmm. on your subconscious grid. And the extent to which you attach deep emotions to whatever happened makes the imprint even bigger. 
right. it makes the clutter even bigger. Now that you have to get rid of that clutter that you just put there. So it's kind of like I remember that now that that when they say words matter, they're not kidding. I used to say words matter, you know, 20 years ago, 25 years ago when I wrote self-talk, uh, a couple of books on self-talk, and I, and I knew that I knew then that words matter. However, oh, 100%. My, mm-hmm. my, yeah, my understanding of it now is like infinitely greater in terms of how words matter, what you say, mm-hmm. what you think, what's, what, what, you, what you attach to, what, other, what, what you see, what you're exposed to, the emotions you attach to it um, are, are vital for whether or not you're happy, whether or not your grid is clean, your self-conscious grid is clean, your energy field is clean. Um, mm-hmm. All of this has tied to how you feel, the love of your health, the, 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 the love and the joy and the happiness that you feel. It's all connected to that. Um, yeah, there's I a really a, cool... I was going to say, I keep a book in my office called The Energy of Words, and it's by Michelle Arbo, and it's all about the vibration of language to manifest the, the life you desire. And when I found this book, and, and it's so interesting because... They are, you know, they they give different words that um, she talk, and she talks about the energy of them, and then she uses, you know, presents you with alternatives, and mm-hmm. I mean even things um, as simple as like heaven and earth, and and the the young lady that I was with yesterday, she uh, was telling me her grandchild's name is um, heaven spelled backwards. And I thought, oh my gosh, well, how powerful is that? Like, what a, <laughs> what a what an interesting thing! I, I just it was so beautiful. But you know, the different things. You know, they vibrate and and just like music does. And Dr. Emoto, who we've spoken about before, who did the work with the water crystals, and he also did he exposed water. And at the point of freezing, he would snap a picture of it. He would expose it to a word or music or whatever it was. And love formed a beautiful crystal. Thank you formed a beautiful crystal. When you put love and gratitude together, it was absolutely spectacular. Um, But words Mm -hmm. that were the opposite of positive formed no crystal. But even they took polluted water. And when they did a prayer or they exposed it to beautiful music, it wouldn't form a crystal when it was polluted, but once the energy was changed through words or prayer or music, it was able to form a crystal, which I think is so fascinating, especially since we are all water. And I know you are doing some work with water, and that's one of the yeah. things I think that you're doing as part of um, self-love. You know, you yeah, have a I'm full, a full calendar, right? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. Yeah, you, yeah. Know, you, yep. you already have a full plate, but guess what? <laughs> this showed up for you, and this is something that is loving, and you recognize that it's pretty amazing. That you need. It, right. Pretty amazing. When you, you can basically turn all the water in your body alkaline by, uh, by doing specific things and uh, creating a well of uh, H3TO water that is uh, um, in that that actually can turn any water that you come across into uh, alkaline water. It's really, really unique. Um, and yes, I've gotten into it because to me, um, being healthy, being loving, being um, uh, self-actualized, uh, being happy and being joyful, 
is comes from various practices that you layer one on top of the other. Uh, it's not, there's no one silver bullet to anything. Uh, I, I've come to understand and learn that. There's no silver bullet. Uh, there are layers of things that you do. Water, water bending, using water, uh, following uh, uh, Masara Moto's, uh, Moto's, uh, Moto's uh, uh, concept of, of what you think uh, manifests as uh, in your body, in, your, in the water in your body, the molecules changes, shifts the water, the, the molecules, the water molecules, the shape of them, how they, uh, the, the, what, they what they look like and, uh, in your body based on his uh, uh, particular experiments with, with water crystals. Veda Austin is the latest. Veda Austin, a New Zealander who takes pictures with her iPhone of uh, water that is just beginning to crystallize and the pictures that form in it based on what she's thinking. And uh, it's amazing. so unique. VedaAustin.com, she's got a cool video. Veda means uh, V is in Victor, E is in Edward, D is in David, A is in Apple. And then Austin, uh, A is an Apple, U is uh, an us, T, uh, a, 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 S, excuse me, is a Sam, T, and then uh, I, N, VedaAustin.com. Absolutely awesome uh, and amazing uh, pictures. And there are, <clears throat> what's unique about it uh, is we're, we, it does, what we're beginning to understand. What we're beginning to understand is the power of our own thoughts and uh, mm-hmm. that we need to be more cognizant of what we're thinking. And when it comes to love especially, uh, there are, uh, you're, Masara Moti was the first one who really delved into this in a way that um, scientifically, empirically, that, that to show us what our thinking looks like, you know, mm-hmm. what our music, what our negative music looks like, what our, um, what, what our various thoughts about ourselves what higher frequencies and lower frequencies look like when it comes to um, impacting water crystals and the beauty of it. I mean, who it changes everything. We used to, when you look at Masaru Moto's YouTube videos or Reeves books, um, and unfortunately he's passed on, but uh, Veda Austin has picked up the torch and she's taking it to the next level uh, because what she's doing is a little bit different than what Masaru Moto did. She is actually thinking thoughts into water and putting them in, and putting them in the freezer and just before they start to as they start to crystallize she takes them out and takes a photo of what of what is forming and uh it, it's it's phenomenal <laughs> absolutely phenomenal what you see and what we have to do is not question we just have to roll with it and say yeah what i'm see- seeing is believing when it comes to words that have power words are incredibly powerful. And as for the, the young lady who you were talking about who wrote the, the book about the power of words, uh, I for a long time have said the energy in the words, in, energy in words like tough, hard, difficult, impossible, can't, try, um, and uh, rough when we, when in the context of self-talk are very disempowering. They are mm-hmm. energetically disempowering. They are negative energy that we thrust into our vocabulary to express the doubt we have about ourselves. And they, that when we're in situations of, of great challenge, uh, we use those words 
to give ourselves cover if we don't succeed. And what we want to do is we want to give ourselves every opportunity to succeed. So the word that I substitute for those words is the word challenge. I always say challenge. I do too. I don't, I, I think saying, oh, that's a hard thing to do. It's so hard for somebody to, no, no, it's not. It's not hard for them. It's just only hard when they say it is. We can do anything that we set our mind to if we have the right, right skills and talents, gifts, and knowledge. We can actually do that. No, let's put it this way. Not everybody can hit a golf ball 200 yards straight. Let's just face that. And, and you, you're going to know who has talent for playing golf and who doesn't. doesn't mean you can't enjoy, enjoy the game. You just have to set your sights on just enjoying the game and not attempting to be Tiger Woods because you're going to be incredibly right. disappointed, like in a hurry, right? You know what I'm saying? If not now, in 100 years, you'll still be disappointed by if, because you're – Certain people have gifts and talents and certain people don't. It's like the greatest thing right now was the, the current uh, craze is pickleball. Pickleball right, is a big thing right now. I have not played it yet. It's interesting, and, it's, and the reason why it's so great is because it doesn't require the exertion of tennis, and it has more exertion than ping pong. Interesting. Basically, it's, it's between it's, – it's, it rides the middle line between – the median line between tennis and, and, and uh, ping pong. That's all it does. It's just a, on a smaller court. You use a paddle that's, a, that's a probably two and a half times, three times the size of a, of a uh, um, ping, pong, uh, ping pong racket, uh, ping pong paddle. And, uh, it, but it's a way to socialize and get some exercise without overexerting yourself. And, and it has a fun name. It's a smaller court. And it's got a great name. And it's got a great name. Yeah, exactly. Come on, let's play pickleball. It's, I mean, it's, it's whimsical. Pretty and phenomenal. Fun. There's nothing. Yeah, yeah. nothing. I no love it. I, I, <laughs> I will honestly go on record as saying I've never played it. However, I've seen pickleball courts, and I, I've, I've seen it played, and I know people who play it, and and they love it. And really, the best thing about it is the connection that you have yeah. with other people. Yeah. It's anytime you no, can exactly. engage in something that other people. Um, uh, when you find a common thread between people like pickleball or golf or tennis or music, uh, whatever kind of music it is, if you find people who love rock, you find people who like soul, you find people who like R&B or people who like a whole uh, smooth jazz or a whole um, uh, menagerie of different kinds of music, you, you have something in common with them and there's a, there's a, a common thread of love that runs between mm-hmm. you already. You can expand upon that if you just, you know, sometimes you're not meant to be great friends with everybody. I've always said that if you can love five people deeply in your, uh, in your, in your sphere of influence, you're doing really good. You've hit the home run. If you, can have, if you have five people that you, that you each can meet, meet each other face-to-face, you talk over the phone, you say, hey, I love you, and you say, I love you. I love you as well. I love you too. You know, I love you, man. Love you, girl. You know, if you can say that to five people in your life uh, at any given time, you're in, you're, you, you hit a home run. It's not about hundreds of people because that's not possible. It's, what is possible is a, a nucleus of people. And to get there, let's circle back around to the beginning of this conversation because we're almost at the end of our show. It's about loving yourself first. Yeah. 
Love begins with people me. People want mm-hmm. to, yeah. There is no hole to fill with somebody else's love. That is a vacuum that will <laughs> suck you in and turn you around. It will take you someplace you don't want to be. Um, I hear in, in all the songs that that talk about, you know, your you 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 filling a void. You 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 complete me. Oh my gosh, that is a term I, I I'm not really in love with. <laughs> Let's put it that right. way. I totally you complete get that. me. There's mm-hmm. there's no way that, that that someone can complete you can complete you, and if you complete you then the person that you attract into your life will also be a complete individual. Now, there are instances and circumstances where you're there to be an influence for somebody else. And we have to accept and be grateful for those opportunities when they arise. However, we have to be complete within ourselves. And I, I, Someone says, oh, I'm alone, I wish I had somebody. Maybe you're alone because you need to complete yourself. Maybe, maybe you're alone for a reason, that you need to work on something in you. Maybe once you think about that, instead of being upset about not about something outside of you, let's bring it back home and say, "Am I loving myself? Am I doing what I love in life? Am I am I doing things that I love to do? Am I practicing things that I love? Do I, I, do I love my habits? Do I feel good, joyful, happiness, and 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 love for myself and whatever it is that I do?" wherever I am, let's get there first before we start trying to bring somebody else into the picture. Again, we have to allow the fact that, that there, are, there are people who can be a positive influence for people if we're open. Uh, we will, we'll do that. The, the young man that you talked about earlier, I love that, I love that story. You talked to him for half an hour and you opened a whole new world for him. A whole, whole new world him. It's just, it, it's, when you get the opportunity to do that, not only do you feel the love for yourself, but you, you've, you've given out this love that is, is totally amazing. <clears throat> I'm having a huge hot flash right now. I just want to let you know that. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> well, that's probably the, uh, the, your guides. My guides, in. man. And, and know guides that you're, you're yeah. family and they're, and they're probably proud of you. for That was beautiful, I, everything that you just said. I mean, it's just I, I am so grateful that you shared that because it is so important as uh, in self-love and you are you know i can say to the audience you know you are a miracle you are an absolute miracle you look at every aspect of yourself uh and you know even even your fingerprints you are unique nobody has those fingerprints no yeah. matter what it progress, is we, mm-hmm. yeah we're, it's we all, are, we're always we're all yeah there's no pinnacle you never reach the top it's just yep. you keep working at it day by day in the present moment. You know, you're being loving. And you have to be thinking, am I being loving? Ask yourself these questions all the time. You know, when you're judging something, am I, am I really acting from love when I'm doing this? Okay, let's stop that, you know. Right. And it's just and self-correction, self-correction, self-correction all the time. Yep. Course in Miracles, what would love do? You know, and I, re- I have to remind mm-hmm. myself that. And I do remind myself that I have sometimes, you know, it is, whether it be, you know, in traffic or wherever it is that you have these triggers. Yeah, it, it's in in Pittsburgh here. People are so funny about their parking spaces. Um, you know, they get really protective over their their public parking. And 
And somebody messaged me about somebody parking in their space, but it wasn't even my guest at my Airbnb. It was somebody, <laughs> I have a driveway at my Airbnb. I said, are you sure that it's my guest? And, but it was just sort of interesting uh, how that, that space went. And I just said, well, you know, I'm sure that they'll move and whatnot. But it just, it's, it's stuff. It's not important. You know, it's more important to be kind and have compassion and to see really, you know, be a reflection of, of what it is that you want to, to receive. Mm-hmm. And to me, that highest calling is love. And, and I want yeah, to receive you just, love. You just hit it on the head. You hit it on the head. Be the mirror. Be the reflection of what you want to receive. Brilliant statement. Brilliant statement. Be the reflection of what you want to receive, which is the the the, the cliff note version of what I just spent, you know, two three minutes talking about. You just <laughs> you just gave it to everybody right there. You know, I wish I could be so eloquent sometimes. You um, are eloquent. However, that is that is that is the key. Be the reflection. You know, you're a mirror of your thinking. Your life mirrors your thinking. And you have to be a reflection of what you want to receive. I'm going to write that down. That's awesome. I want you to do a post about that. Be the reflection of what you want to receive for Instagram because it's that powerful. It's that powerful. Where I think we're at the beginning of our, the end of our, uh, our, our hour here. Um, I know it, it goes by so quickly, and I'm I'm so grateful to you, Michael. And and I would extend to our audience exactly what the Love Foundation uh, have on their page, which is accept our invitation to love, and love, and then love some more. And um, that's mm-hmm. really what it's all about, because we're all connected. And that's awesome. Thank you so much, Michael, and thank you so much for uh, to all of you for listening to Connect to Love on PRNFM. Until next time. Thank you.